0: The Atlantic magazine, seeking a way of encapsulating what AI meant, looked and referred to um, the invention of the steam engine. And um, what they said was the steam engine could have been considered simply a mechanism for removing water from mines. And that would have been true. It would have been a mechanism for removing water from mines. But that that's the smallest and the most... Um, that, that, that is a tiny part of what the steam engine did. What the steam engine actually did is it decoupled economic growth from population growth. Decoupled economic growth from population growth. And what I want to put to you today is that artificial intelligence shouldn't be considered as just something to be you know protein folding of you know playing with your photos etc cetera, etc cetera. it's something that further at writ large decouples economic growth from population growth it is the most powerful tool and it's also critical to understand that As the tools are built, they can only be built on the underlying hardware that makes it possible. There may have been all kinds of AI speculation uh, about how it might work 10 years ago, but it was not until we had uh, 16 billion transistors on a chip or GPUs or CUDA programming language that we were able to actually make form of machine learning and artificial intelligence. That's where we are. But first, I want you to consider this picture. I love this picture. Um, I'm not gonna say very much about it now. I just want you all to have a good look at it, and then I'm gonna take it off the screen. So, the importance of AI is to do with productivity gains. It's to do with efficiency gains. It's to do with doing more with less. The the proliferation of AI tools means that everybody in this room is already facing the same critical questions that newspaper companies faced when they were confronted with digital classifieds. That is, do they... Uh, work with the new tools that are available available to them, the digital classifieds, or do they stay wedded to the traditional mechanism of distributing newspapers with classifieds on them? Everybody knows what happened there. Everybody now understands that if you don't progress to the new tools, you get stuck in the old one, old ones. And what happens is your cost of capital goes up your competitive position deteriorates, and fundamentally, you get left as a stranded asset with the heat on you to be able to remake your business quickly as others around you have already grasped that nettle. We think of data, which is the stuff of AI. We think of it as, in the abstract, ABS releases and, you know, core logic uh, charts and tables, etc., etc., It isn't. The tools which make the data mean that that data, because those tools are fast and they process in real time, that data is now available to corporations globally in real time, the whole time. This has never been possible at any other time in human history. So... What that means is that the learning outcomes for Big Pharma, for argument's sake, I, I listened to uh, the head of AWS just two days ago talking about one of his clients saying, I use a Big Pharma chemist saying I needed to put in a CapEx request two years in advance to get the server to run the protein folding stuff that I needed to do to get the results in three years' time, he's now up and running running on an AWS server using artificial intelligence in a day. So the data can be acted on instantaneously because the tools, the machine learning tools, the GPUs, the CPUs, the FPGAs, the CUDA programming languages are there to do that. So I want to just spend a moment today on the ways in which it's actually impacting our lives or impacting the world um, today. The, The screen actors' strike and the writers' strike in the United States is in part about money. Of course, it's about money. But one of the things that the actors have said is that the studios want to pay them 10% extra to use their digital likeness for all future scenes so that they don't need to be called out again. Obviously, every time they're called out, they get paid a fee, and every time they get paid a fee, um, that's at full freight. They're saying, we'll just give you 10% more for your digital likeness, and part of the the strike is this idea that, that we don't want that to happen. I am not Morgan Freeman, and what you see is not real. Well, at least in contemporary terms, it is not. What if I were to tell you that I am not even a human being? Would you believe me? You can see why the Screen Actors Guild would be very, very nervous about this deep fake of Morgan Freeman, because if they can do it to Morgan Freeman, they can do it to every single extra in Hollywood, and that is deeply troubling for them. We talked about losers, and, you know, people will lose out of this, and the Screen Actors Guild is saying, we don't want to be those people. Uber organises 14 million rides a day. This is more about the capability of machine learning AI, whether discriminative or generative. Uber organises 14 million rides a day. You can see from the Morgan Freeman piece here the uh, ability for the graphic tools to be applied to LinkedIn, Facebook, Google, uh, Snapchat, uh, on a wholesale basis across all media and all advertising in a heartbeat, thereby effectively obviating the need to use graphic artists and, of course, calling into question you know who owns the copyright for the material that's formed the training models, which go into the large language models, which form the uh, graphics that are used in these um, in these uh, pictures. Um, here's an example of AI. Um, Philippe Stark, the designer, asked Cartel, the chair maker, furniture company, to. Um, design a chair using AI using the least possible amount of of tooling. Uh, That's what it started as. That's how it finished. There is also sensor equipment. backed up into machine learning models, that, it, that is, on a granular basis, analysing seeds, uh, soil quality, fertiliser levels, moisture, uh, how well the seed is doing every time a John Deere tractor harvests at, or, or s- sows at scale. That data is all about improving the yield from existing broadacre farming. Remember, it was only a couple of de- centuries ago that Malthus said that we were all going to starve to death as the population went through a billion people. That, of course, didn't happen. I think technology had something to do with that. Um, uh, and, of course, the footy field. Uh, I read a piece. Those little bubbles that you see on the back of the footballer's jerseys are little sensory packs indicating how fast they run, intensity, all that stuff. I read a piece just the other day. The women's uh, soccer players down under travelled and a half thousand miles in their bid to win the World Cup. This is all known, along with millions of other statistics, as a result of the tracking that's in the jumpers and on the balls. And they measure intensity. You know, in football, it's, you know, number of hit-ups, um, you know, the stats go on and on and on. Uh, Other examples, call centres. Google, the call centres, you know, get put through to somebody, etc. But that now is now moving towards chatbots, obviously. And, um, you know, you don't need to speak to a person to disconnect or connect to to your Foxtel or, you know, Amazon or whatever it is you're watching. And don't forget the granddaddy of them all. Granddaddy of them all, Microsoft. This is why Microsoft with NVIDIA has been pegged correctly as the most important of the two companies in in, um, machine learning and AI itself. Microsoft is important because it has the largest or one of the largest footprints of applications that are available to to run AI on, on a customer base, which is one of the largest customer bases in the world. So if you think about your interactions with Microsoft on a daily basis, yes, you don't do search, that's true, but everything else you do, you do on Microsoft, you know, the Word, the Excel, the Teams, all that sort of stuff. Adding an AI assistant to that uh, suddenly um, turbocharges the Microsoft business in very material ways. The point is this. It's all about the tools. It's all about the... um, Uh, the speed at which the tools are deployed. You can't run AI unless you have the underlying GPUs, CPUs, FPGAs, etc., to run it with. So that is why Google uh, CEO Sundar Pichai, seven years ago, we've been charting this for 10 years, certainly the discriminative part of AI, not the generative part so much until recently, but I don't make much distinction between them. Discriminative simply is if this, then that. Discriminative that says, you previously deleted an email from this person, so you're probably going to delete delete one again. That's discriminative. Uh, Generative AI is much more kind of... Well, it generates, it creates something new. It can write a poem. It says... It can say, you've not taken emails from this person 25 times in a row, but there's something in this email that's actually quite important, and therefore you should read it. So I'm overriding using my generative AI uh, programming to bring it to your attention. Um, So, briefly, the world today is different from the world 100 years ago, and it's different from 200 years ago, obviously. 200 years ago, you might have seen the weaving mill and the steam engine, and you might have had your job changed a little bit as a part of that. 100 years ago, you saw the birth of commercial air travel, the personal computer, and, um, and uh, the nuclear uh, and, and nuclear wall. There's more change that took place in that period from 1940 backwards, from 1940 than there had been in a century, at any other century since the beginning of mankind. That amount of data, that amount of change, because change is data that's happened, um, started happening at an unprecedented rate. The amount of data was doubling every 100 years. It's now doubling more or less every 1, 2, 3, 5, 10, 12 days, depending on which particular expert you believe. So, to wrap up, it's the pace of change that is quickening, and it is not slowing down. It is rising, rising uh, uh, exponentially and will continue to do so. Uh, semiconductors are an incredibly important part of this uh, because there is no AI without the tools on which it's conducted. Um, this is, uh, but, but this is not to advocate the end of traditional finance tools. Uh, there is still no AI that will uh, trump a properly constructed DCF model, so to speak, to work out where value lies. Um, now I have to—I I promise to get back to you on the cats—and and I've only got 17 seconds. They're not all cats. Some of them are bowls of caramel ice cream or ice cream with caramel topping. Why is that important? That trivial piece of information is important simply because it enables this, the delineation of moving cars. However poorly constructed uh, um, uh, autonomous driving is right now, it's getting better, and that's the reason it's getting better. Ask yourself this question. Can you afford not to have portfolios constructed around AI?